Welcome to Box Lunch. Hey guys. It's Dry Smoke. And Brie Bricks here. Back for another episode. Yes. So we've been talking about this here and there and contemplating this topic. We've touched on this probably <laughs> in every single episode yeah. and have always put it off. Right. It's so just it's time to do a shits. deep dive. Um, just because it's weird that like we're around this age now where like all, all of our friends or all of our like old marriage is becoming a thing yeah it's basically yeah, the bottom like line. everyone that i've age. either went to like high school with is getting married not even college like high school mm-hmm. is getting married and having kids or on their second and third say, in their multiples yeah so uh, i think it's time we kind of discuss like our feelings about this Whew. in a very honest way yeah can i turn the ac on because i'm starting to swim already <laughs> just saying that right mm, now. i think it's gonna be stressful all the time and it's funny because i have this conversation with eric well my my best friend eric Mm -hmm. all the fucking time and it's like we're so excited but then it's also like who i don't know that idea of it is for me at least especially now terrifying is terrifying Mm -hmm. and i go back and forth all day like there is not a day that goes by where i don't spend at least an hour going back and forth between do i want kids do yeah. i want to be married yeah do i want to live with someone it's like every single day it's a constant battle of do i actually want that domestic life right that everyone else seems to covet but i don't want but i really do want yeah but I don't. yeah but i do i don't know it's weird and especially like the kids topic yes um i was talking about this um the other day too and a part of me like feels like one i just have to have kids not even just because societal standards is also because i'm an only child mm-hmm. so like i would feel really bad for yeah. like my mom that i don't if i if i don't have kids and i still am not 100 percent sure about that so i told her like in advance like i'm not I, like i was honest i'm like i'm not even sure i want to have kids mm-hmm. like i had to tell her that up front so she would one stop asking me like because before i was in like a same-sex relationship and even a bit like while i was in it she would ask me consistently or just say pop up like oh i had a dream i'm like girl stop like just at that point like you're just annoying and i just need to be honest with you like it's probably it's may not not happen anytime soon like please stop (laughs) it's making me uncomfortable um but yeah like i i still don't know i feel like i will just because i you know it's like whole like oh i have so much love to give and Mm -hmm. when i think of a future i do think of like the outline of it like i want that big ass house and i want to fill it with a family not only do you want a big ass house you want a sunken living room yeah yeah i want a sunken living room so i need people in that so that your children can play in it's right you are planning for children yeah and i again this is just the continuation of our interior design conversation Mm -hmm. last week want a house that's it's pretty funny my my girl actually asked me um over the weekend she's like what what would be your dream house like you know what what would that look like and i was like i don't really have one but in the back of my mind my dream house is the house that uh zola lived in and why do fools fall in love uh you remember that house yeah like the miles up <laughs> yeah like <laughs> that's funny that was a beautiful house though all yeah. glass yeah the house has actually been used in a lot of movies yeah, but yeah. essentially that's exactly what my what i want my oh, wow. home to look like and i can't have a kid on that goddamn hill 
absolutely not. That kid would roll down so goddamn fast. First of all, you don't even have walls. All the the exterior of the house is all glass. Yep. Like, that would just be a (laughs) fucked up situation altogether with kids. Or... I mean, either my kid would stay alive and I would have a million smudges all over my house oh my or my kid would die trying to run outside. Yeah. So, Often, so. to buy ice cream truck or some shit mm-hmm. while I was like on Twitter. Right. But essentially, I have decided that the lifestyle that I want doesn't fit children in it right mm-hmm. now. Like, Yeah. Yeah. The I lifestyle, want so definitely. much more and kids can't do a lot. Right. There's only so much a kid can do, unfortunately. Right. And a lot of the things that I want to do, a kid ain't down for that shit. Like, yeah. hell no. Because it'd be like, why are we jumping out of a plane? Exactly. And I, I realized that also, because at the job that I'm at now, like, I'm the youngest and I am, like, the single person. I just have no kids. I have no real responsibilities. Mm-hmm with quotation marks real responsibilities to them so when they would talk about it i'm just like you know i can't really like i could never imagine having a kid right now and they're like oh why not because at first they didn't know my age they thought i was like around the same age as them like 29 and up i'm like well i still like to party occasionally until 4 a.m yeah i still like to do a random random run vacations or random vacation i like to leave the house at, at any point mm-hmm. i can leave the house at midnight if i wanted yep. to and i like that freedom i like not having to find somebody to watch my kids yeah i i like <laughs> wait i like having not i like just not having like that boundary mm-hmm. like i can do whatever i want i can go wherever i want yeah. <laughs> i can spend my money on whatever i want and i don't want to uh release that right now no at all at like all, that's at a all. hold that has to stay in my mind yeah. for a little bit more time right like and my coworker, explains, like drake says yes. i got like seven years of doing what i want right like literally so my coworker, she's like yeah you do have to give up all that stuff but there are great there are great rewards i'm like mm, i don't i don't care what about are the rewards show me the right? rewards like, my nigga i know like oh my god you have a baby and like it's it's but the baby will still be a baby shit. once you get through your fun shit your fun phase like that's the thing that always blows me when people are like oh but a kid, a kid is so precious i'm like nigga having fun is precious and there's only a limited amount of time until you look wild as fuck doing the shit that you want to do in your 20s yeah having a kid always looks cool it doesn't matter how old you are unless you like 67 and you're a man with like a three-year-old and he's your actual son then you're like wait how'd that happen but uncles like that exactly Mm -hmm. i definitely got some family members that are above 50 with like four-year-old sons Mm -hmm. and they be chilling with their kids like that's my boy but whatever that's that's on you at the end of the day i would much rather be able to say i lived a full life and have a child eventually than to have a child just because children are cool right yes and that's that's the thing like i still want to be able to live a full life like i i'm so selfish right now like the thought of having a kid seems like i can't again like i can't do anything anymore i can't Mm -hmm. i can't go on like a vacation anymore like you can go on vacations but like the things you do on vacation change completely different yeah like and my one of my best friends she has kids and like when 
just like simple shit like when you know we want to go out like she has to plan it in advance mm-hmm. like a few days in advance because you have to yeah, make you sure need someone's to there 48 hours in advance right. what i'm gonna be up to because i need to make sure right. my first comes first right like, exactly that's, that's what matters exactly and i don't know i just feel like i'm still too spontaneous to have a fixed lifestyle absolutely i don't even know what i'm doing when i'm getting off of work when i'm getting off of work sometimes yeah yeah that's like, a mystery and a surprise and it makes me happy when i get off work and one of my niggas is like yo wyd right that means it's lit, it's lit like, right like, i don't give a <laughs> that damn happened what to me just yesterday is. for a uh, national tequila day like i Words, i hit up uh, my homegirl randomly and she was like oh i'm going out with a co-worker come come through and i'm mm-hmm. like i bet and we had a great time yep. like and just got back whenever we wanted but still early enough to of course like go to work the next day and be normal but yeah like i i would miss that like even if you get home at nine o'clock at, you know honest, that's honestly the truth I, a lot of times that i go out after work i still make it home by nine thirty, mm-hmm. which is mad early like it might be a weekday i gotta go to work tomorrow but if i had a kid i wouldn't be able to do that shit period to yeah. make it home by i mean yeah i would i have a very very expansive and solid family who love right we'll hold it down children. and yes that's always but a plus at the end of the day if that was my seed i ain't trying to be like just dropping them all exactly. off over the earth like hey you know yeah. you take them you take them you take them right while i go turn up like yeah of course i would want to be there and then once that happens like i don't want to say it's like hindering your fun but it's hindering your yeah because like once you're a parent like again you don't want to drop your kid off at your mom's house all the fucking time because you are the parent like i know mm-hmm. for me once i have a child i know that's gonna be it for me because i want to be in my child's life a thousand and thirty percent like if i want to have my fun every now and then yes i'll have my mom watch him or babysitter or whatever watch him but other than that like i want to be able to put my child to bed (laughs) like i want Mm -hmm. to be able to get him or her ready for school and plays and be active so like i i would have to give up that lifestyle and i'm just not ready for that yet Mm -mm. more Mm -mm. power to the people that like are ready and have Absolutely, and done that all that shit but it's like i don't know like, people that are like having fun with their kids at our same age like it's beautiful like i commend those kind of people because yeah. i just i would unfortunately have that feeling in the back of my mind that like god damn you like i could just be doing something else right i love you <laughs> but i could be somewhere else yeah. right now i think it's also the weird thing is and i hate that i've hidden this for so long because like all my friends have and they still talk about it but i have never had baby fever ever Mm-mm. like i've had moments where i'm like wow that kid is so cute let Definitely. me hold him or her for a second and then i'm over it two seconds later like i've never had to be like baby fever like oh i don't God, want I want one i like, don't understand I've, what that's baby never fever crossed is. my mind how do people actually have like that's that's made up that's some internet shit baby yeah. fever is an internet word and only like only bitches on the internet say baby fever because like, i don't be hearing nobody that that's just in real life say oh i got baby fever from your baby that's only shit i see really? on the internet yeah oh, no I, I hear i've heard it more in person than the internet but those are people that you know be on the internet oh that's true yeah but those are like my <laughs> friends too like it's like when we were at a bar last night when my homegirl she talked about how you know how one of her siblings had a baby and it's like this doesn't help my baby fever and i'm just like you know you y'all really be serious about this baby fever like y'all want a child and it's like i want one but i don't want one like that's what they'll say and it's like mm, well then i guess you're not really having baby fever maybe you just like your 
close friends or close siblings babies yeah that's really and all you it want is. to hold them and be with them for a day then you want to give them back this is not baby fever that's just wanting to not be around all. a child because children are adorable yeah no you're you're right about that yeah. i mean for someone that just had that has a newborn baby in my life i hold that damn baby and i'm like i don't need you yeah not I like not. Nah, I don't need you. I don't You're need like, you. <laughs> the emphasis like, is on me. Looking at a little it's not. Old, it's like, not you. you it's me. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, that was kind of harsh. I mean, she cool and shit, but like <laughs> until yeah. she let me know what you know, she's able to do. It's like and yeah, I don't need one of these. Like I'm just holding her. Like you know, oh, you're until my sister gets back. I, I'm hanging out. Right. This is not me practicing at all. I am just hanging out. Facts. That's a Even fact. though I do take selfies with the baby and send them to my girlfriend. Because that is fun it's to do. It's just cute. <laughs> it's yeah, cute. She, I mean, she thinks highly higher of me when I do shit like that. And I'm a oh. terrible person, so. Oh, that's how you <laughs> squeeze your right. shit back in. That's <laughs> my using the the baby to to ease back in. Absolutely. You know how many times I've used this baby as like just like over oh, arguing as cannon fodder it's like hey you know Aww. got a little baby you know right. blah, blah, blah. and then it just it softens it softens people quickly so i guess i can't yeah, understand it but okay. i just understand it from a manipulator manipulative perspective <laughs> it's horrible not gonna lie <laughs> not gonna no. lie i'm gonna be honest like i personally don't really like kids like that unless we it's like my it. siblings well not i don't have siblings but unless it's like my best friends kids mm-hmm. or their siblings like unless it's like my close people's kids i love them i would do anything for them but outside of that it's like fuck out of here true i'm like same it's, wave same wave for sure yeah and it's funny because i think we had a conversation earlier about like what occupation could you see me as and you said teacher and i was like really because i yeah. don't fuck with kids like we that we have like, had that conversation <laughs> before i can't see you as a teacher yeah i don't know maybe it's like an older teacher because like i'm good i'm good at like the one-on-ones and wanting people to do better and all that shit so like mm-hmm. i can see that aspect but it's like maybe, i think we kids. talked about it and i came down to guidance counselor oh uh, yeah yeah, 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 yeah. that makes I more sense it. like yeah, yeah you probably are better one-on-one and just being yeah. direct and being like all right this like is a the whole fuck class you imagine a whole class walling out yeah i could just Psh, imagine nigga. you smacking the shit out of a bunch of teenagers I'm either smacking them or i'm just walking out the school you would have like, hated my classes in high school Oof, yeah. we were terrible yeah man i can't do it i did want to ask you um what kind of like not relationship but just like maybe how were you raised a little bit i'll I'll give you just a little bit of me so this is a reason why i wouldn't really like want a kid during this fun phase of my life quote unquote because i don't want to be like trying to push my kid off on grandparents or Mm -hmm. siblings or whatever because as a kid my mom did that to me okay so my mom had me she was 22 going on 23 i think it was Mm -hmm. so relatively young but whatever you know old enough to know better but my growing up my sister grew up it was just me and my sister sister grew up with my grandparents just because um my sister lived like was old enough to be going to school at that point and when we moved out of the neighborhood she was already in school she had all her friends my mom didn't want to separate her from that environment that she had already become acclimated to Mm -hmm. so she grew up at my grandparents house which was maybe 15 minutes away from where i grew up Mm -hmm. so like 
probably every day to maybe every other day I was at my grandparents house after school and it wasn't like it was forced like I I wanted to go to my grandparents house my sister was there I had friends in in the projects too and once they moved out of the projects I just wanted to go to my grandparents house and like hang out be on the computer just not be at home yeah but growing up now I do realize like I didn't do too too much with my mom we did a lot of shit but like we did a lot of shit as a whole family. Right, same. That's Cousins and, like, the you know, a lot of cook Yeah, events, going to amusement parks. We did a lot of big shit as a family, but just, like, average days of just going out. And even going out average days and doing mundane shit that you would hate to do, like laundry or grocery shopping and shit growing up. Mm-hmm. 100% did with my mom. But it's, like, a 50-50 split of just being at my grandparents' house and whether it be her parents or my dad's parents i you know grew up going to both of their houses so yeah. I, I spent a lot of time away from my mom and like nowadays i'm like yeah i wouldn't want to do that to my kid because right. it you know it just kind of sort of creates a different bond where you don't feel like you have a full relationship because i don't yeah. feel like that with my mom i don't feel like we have a full no, complete relationship totally we just that. definitely have a relationship yeah yeah i i get that i think it's the same with my mom she had me well she got pregnant with me at 22 she had me at 23 mm-hmm. um and you know she when you're that young like you still have to work so yep. she worked overnight oh, so okay. as i'm growing up like i spent most of my daytime and and daytime at school but then nighttime at like my aunt's house because me and like 50 of my cousins we all went to the same school <laughs> so <laughs> Um, yeah that's how my family did things they usually kept all of us together um so i stayed there and i slept there for the majority of like my childhood like i was there a lot though you know on the weekends whenever my mom's not working that's when she would get me we would do little things but you know it's also like she's has to sleep until you know she has to bring me to my aunt's house so she can go to work so it was always that dynamic like Mm -hmm. I want to hang out. I want to do stuff, but I also want to get enough sleep because I have to financially take care of you. Yeah. Yeah. So that's how it was a lot for me growing up too. And then until I got, you know, to the point or to the age where I think I can't remember when she stopped doing overnights, but I remember when she like, I remember the feeling when she did and then being able to like come home. And that was a switch for me being able to just like come home and just like, be home like regularly mm-hmm. it was like oh okay. yeah, yeah on like a regular but, yeah, schedule like now i'm on a regular schedule and that then it switched but it was like oh like this is this is new yeah but i now i just miss being around people because i'm an only child so mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, what a, do we do <laughs> that is a major reason why i would go to my grandparents house because yeah. my sister was there so i was an only child at home yeah like, but i would leave and now i'm with my sister or i would go to my father's parents place and sometimes my brother would be because i have a brother on my father's side so sometimes my brother would be there so it's like i become a sibling once i leave the house that i'm in yes yeah it's kind of strange and i think a thing you did remind me that like growing up uh i did go to work with my mom because my mom's been Mm -hmm. a private nurse my entire life so Mm -hmm. I was able to go to work with her quite a bit and that did kind of sort of offshoot going to my grandparents house so much like there would be days where she would get off work and it'd be like I just got off work too so <laughs> shit I'm going to my grandparents house I'm going to play basketball <laughs> <laughs> fuck <funny>. this <laughs> okay so let's bring it 
around to the point of because we kind of got that family dynamic mm-hmm. and that's also quick sidebar like if i do have kids i definitely want more than one because i know what it's like to be an only child but i also know what it's like yeah. to be surrounded by a bunch of other children your age and it's pretty lit sometimes so yeah i mean i think if i did have to have a kid obviously because at that point i would be being forced to yeah, yeah. <laughs> whomever i was with right um i would probably i want to say i would stick to one but i don't think i'd be able to contain just having one kid like it's one of those things where in my mind i'm like yeah it would make sense to only desire one child that would be the perfect amount for me but as soon as i have it's like a pringle like once yeah, you, pop, you can't you just, just have one. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's it's so funny. It's weird that you say that because I'm truly only child. Like, I don't have any siblings on my mom or my dad's side. Like, they came together no and they just said, "Well, I'm not a halfsies um, kind of person, though." Like, all of my siblings are half siblings, but those are just my siblings. Yeah, but that's what I mean. Like, you still have something Mm -hmm. but both my parents came together once and they were like all right you know this is enough so so that's how i was raised like i literally would be on my mom's side of the family they have a bunch of kids my dad's side they don't they didn't really have too many kids my age Mm -hmm. so when i'm like with him and at my grandmother's house i would be an only child there like just Sitting, chilling, mad bored in a Jamaican ass household, like <laughs> damn, that does sound terrible. Like, Man, like I am bored as shit, and I can't, <laughs> and I can't fully explain that because like I'm not around them enough to like express like yo, I I want to do something. Mm-hmm. And though my mom would kind of say because she would already prep him like yo, like she can't really be in the house. Like you have to like be some sort of active with her, like or put on something like either TV or a game or like do something with her because even, even though my mom she worked at night like during the daytime um we tried to do a lot of shit because we she had a lot of friends mm-hmm. oh shit uh she had a lot of friends that had kids like yeah so it it would be either me and her me and her and like the circle of us so when i'm feeling too too bored we would go hang out at um her best friend's house mm-hmm. and she had a daughter around that thing she's like a year or two younger than me and it would be us chilling like she always made sure like or at least like made the effort to make sure i was like occupied yeah like that's one thing like we always had games <laughs> like that's mm-hmm. why i have so many games in my apartment now just from growing up like i never was sitting there like twiddling my thumbs like i always had either a tv going a game going you're always stimulated going. Some like, way. She always made sure i was somewhat stimulated yeah. because it's really Smart. hard being the only child and me now like I still have a short attention span. So I can't imagine like me younger having like all this energy wanting to do stuff. Did you grow up in a neighborhood with a lot of kids? Somewhat too, yeah. Like yeah. I grew up in it's funny, like I went to all public schools and I'm at my aunt's house. I remember having like my first first like friend being out best friends in like sixth grade mm-hmm. younger i don't remember too much from school because i always had like my mom's group of friends and cousins so like those were my friends but my first school friends i made best friends that happened in sixth grade so once i was able to really like actually go out and be like social like starting to get to that preteen preteen yeah. age that's when um you know you start to get little try to get a little bit of freedom and mm-hmm. and go out and go to the mall and little things like that so um there were some days where I would be like super super bored 
but again my mom made sure i was like okay <laughs> but it was the best parts are just like the regular stereotypical parts like the the birthdays and christmases and, and things like that mm-hmm. like knowing that every single thing was for me it was yeah, beautiful that actually like, makes it a lot more fun yeah it was <laughs> amazing and but it, it sucked for my birthday just because my birthday is like 11 days before christmas mm-hmm. so my mom she would go christmas shopping early like she was the parent that was on it like the christmas tree went up right after uh thanksgiving and she would basically have everything already and just wrap it and throw it under the tree or at least mm-hmm. the majority of shit already like so my cool. stuff was filled like it it looked crazy it looked like i was spoiled <laughs> but, like <laughs> you the, were you were an only child that's how it yeah, is but to an extent like i'm spoiled but my mom always made no sure, reasonably like, good, spoiled right i'm yeah. reasonably spoiled i mean i was basically the same way yeah. like, and that goes into the fact that even i have an older sibling that got just as much as i did but i definitely grew up reasonably spoiled like yeah. where i got basically everything, everything. I wanted, like, there was nothing that like i didn't like yeah like get. really yeah like that i didn't you know, there was nothing i didn't really need right there was a lot of things that i wanted yeah that was really like there was i had everything i needed and i got a lot of things that i wanted so but was still very disciplined yeah exactly like i but since i was still had that bit of spoil and i like i could be a brat to an extent Mm -hmm. and i i realize that now looking back like i was i definitely had my bratty moments very bratty and my mom since i'm her (laughs) only baby like she couldn't really say no like she would say no at first yeah she would say no at first but then still get it on the low, mm-hmm. and then give it to me like the next day or whatever. <laughs> like, Reasonably yeah, spoiled, and be mad about it that, that she gave it like here. It's like thank you. <laughs> he said he wanted it, right? Right. <laughs> but yeah, that was that was my life. Not yeah. Every time I think about it, it's like I had a lot. Mm-hmm. I had a lot. I had. A, I just remember a big ass toy very chest. Blessed. I had yeah, very very blessed. Like two, especially before the recession hit. Mm. I had two. Um, Word. Two easy bake ovens, like I was lit. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, they got, they got easy bake I, I used to be chefing. You in got two easy bake ovens. Big, the big Barbie dream house in my shit with the fucking like punch buggy car. Wall. Like I was lit. Wow. Like, <laughs> that's fly. That's fly. Yeah, my Came room was fire. But yeah, <laughs> my room was right. fire. Then, then the recession hit in like two thousand. You were like fifteen years old when the recession. Two thousand eight. Because I was, was definitely sixteen when the recession. Well, I was I was fifteen when it started to hit two thousand seven. Two thousand eight oh, yeah, yeah. when it really hit. When it hit hard. It was yeah it was when like, it was yeah. quiet for everything. Couldn't get a job. Uh, it was my first year of being able to get a job. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. Two thousand eight was. I mean, like I'll never forget that shit. I turned sixteen in two thousand eight, and that was when everything changed and you couldn't get a job any fucking way i know i, think I mean i gotta i ended up getting a job but under the table at yeah. a bullshit skate shop uh, when i turned 16 i was what year is that i think that had to be 20 that'd be 2010 yeah yeah so that yeah, was 2010 the, yeah the recession was like dying out i had yeah. just finally got my first legal over the table painting job in yeah. 2010 i just i remember my mom being over me at that point like on my 16th birthday like <laughs> we went she got me working papers on my 16th birthday oh that one <laughs> like, all of us got working yeah, like, papers so, like, nah, that's yeah and then like a month or two afterwards like i had a job at fucking big y mm-hmm. <laughs> i remember her picking me that's, up like dropping that's me a off blessing, like, here you go. because for two years it was quiet out here you couldn't get a job you 
couldn't get a job no fucking way money like you legit could not get a job at mcdonald's when i was 16 that's how bad the recession was at mm-hmm. that time it was fucked up mm-hmm. but that's all over now niggas is working left and right no thanks to our current administration we can 100 percent give that up to obama yes but I do want to ask you, we, we definitely went off on a quick tangent real yeah. quick, but sorry, let me roll this back Always. into our topic of the day. Um, I want to ask you, because this actually goes back to last week with the Never Have I Ever, I bought this up, but don't know if I left that part in, You have you ever like talked to or been interested in um, someone that you found out was married? No. No? No. Okay, well then that's just me. <laughs> that's why I didn't bring it up and never have I ever because I actually have done it. Yeah. Uh yeah, it's Was kinda it an open marriage? Okay, so let me follow that up with this question. No, it was not an open marriage. Um, but no, I'll, I'll get into the details. Mm-hmm. Will you, would you ever date a person and at your current age? Mm-hmm. Not in the future or, you know, maybe in the future, but not the far future. Nothing past your Right now. Not nothing past day. like your mid twenties. Nothing past like twenty six, twenty seven. Okay. Would you ever date someone who was separated legally? Not legal, maybe even legally, or just you know, separated from their from whoever, whomever they were married to. Mm-hmm. Legally separated, or just regular old. We're separated. I mean, I is it is legally separated different from regular ass separated? Uh, yes. I think regular as separated just mean we ain't together right now. And right. legally separated means like we're starting to go through the motions of getting, of getting a, divorce. a divorce. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, so let's let me go back to just separate, like, not even legally, uh, no. just separated. Okay. Absolutely not. No, under no circumstances. No. Under no circumstances would you date someone that's separated legally? Because no, I'm dating someone that's not mine, and even legally separated, yeah. you're still dating still, someone you're that's still, not yours. Yeah, they're still married. Okay, so I'll give you my the details behind my situation now um a few months ago actually uh, maybe maybe rounding out about a year and a couple months so on the later side of things um i was i had a match with someone on bumble and we were talking things were cool blah 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 i think we had maybe been because she had she had to go away for work right around the time we started like we exchanged numbers and started texting she had to go away for work for about a week so we couldn't meet up right away so we just kind of sort of like talked a little bit more mm-hmm. texted and maybe talked on the phone and i think it was the first time we talked on the phone where she said she was like so just so you know um I was married, but I'm separated now. But she was like, well, no, she just said, just so you know, I'm separated from my partner whom I was married to for literally, like, then she started to break it down. Literally said, like, for tax purposes. And I was like, okay. Hmm, let me know. Again, this is goes back to me dating older women. Mm-hmm. So she was over 30. I was 25 at this point. And she uh, you know i'm like okay give me some more details on this i'm willing to listen and she basically was like um out of college or whatever like her mid-20s um she had a really close friend i actually never got the actual uh sex of the person the actual gender but i'm presuming it was a man because during this time gay marriage wasn't legal yet as far Mm, as i know okay so she was staying out of college she um had a friend 
or whatever and they had maybe like a little bit of history not like a real history but like you know just maybe like fooled around once or twice but just remained friends and they decided to get married for you know just the tax break and that doesn't make sense it didn't make you mean two like, if she would have said like a green card i would have been like no, no 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 like they you know not like just for the t- like i think they had like just this understanding between them where you know they did have you know a sexual thing going on but and that's you know just added on to like the incentive to just be married and she was like they hadn't been together for a few years they were just separated but they still you know were legally married for the tax break Mm -hmm. but they hadn't been together for years so it's just one of those things i was just always like hmm it always threw me off i didn't hang out for very long and every single time we were together always like was in the back of my mind like yeah but you're married like it's it's one of those things where no matter what i did like no matter what we did in the back of my mind i was still ending that statement that kiss that holding of the hand up with like yeah but you're married like um it wasn't just like you know my past situations where i've dealt with people with girlfriends or boyfriends and i'm just like fucking your girl Mm -hmm. that's no big deal for me i'm okay with where i was i don't i don't think i would really do that that much these days because i'm just a little bit smarter about shit and i don't like karma yes that's that's the first thing i think of low-key all the time like this shit could easily backfire Mm -hmm. real real bad like i don't want any i don't want any even potential of that bad energy coming back like i just oh i can't do it especially like if i don't know the full extent like yes like you say it's for tax purposes but also like how does that person feel about them dating like what's their relationship now is there still oh see that was that was different like honestly i wasn't even factoring i wasn't even putting in the karma factor when i was when we were dealing with each other because we we never slept together Mm -hmm. so that doesn't weigh on my mind but just like what weighed on my mind in that situation was just the fact that you actually are a married person yeah. and it, it's different from just me being young and fucking around with people's girlfriends like if i'm fucking around with your girlfriend your girlfriend shows up if i'm fucking around with your wife that's weird yeah <laughs> like especially you can't tell nobody about the situation yeah because like, like people start looking at you so oh, yeah, i was fucking around with something oh but they were separated like that's no, when you're like ah, no, like you gotta okay. start getting into too much explanation about right. that at the end of the day i was fucking your wife so yeah. glad it didn't go that far yep. and would probably never date a separated person because to this day i still feel weird about it so yeah probably it's not it's not for me i know speaking of just dating in a relationship i was talking about this last night with someone too how do you feel about just open relationships in like the whole swinger thing because we had a serious conversation we were no no no, i'm not comparing at all we had a serious conversation where um like would you ever be able to do it just like switch out you know husband sexually or or wife sexually Mm -hmm. or just like every now and then just like kind of do your own thing and well like, we talked huh, about that's, this that's very when we talked about no we talked about it during yeah during the cheating episode i'm current like you're asking me you're asking me how do i feel yeah, about them but, i'm currently in in a non-monogamous relationship right but non-monogamous relationship compared to a non-monogamous marriage like would ah, you, okay yes like in a marriage would you be able to do it i would hope that i'll be open to it but right now yeah i do think of marriage as kind of sort of a monogamous situation mm. 
that could just be me being young and thinking like open relationships are just for young having fun type mm-hmm. shit right now but now that i think about it, i would i would be okay with a non-monogamous marriage mm-hmm. as long as things are ethical and honest and right. above board that's cool I'm not trying to be like polyamorous and incorporate someone into our marriage or anything like that. But if you feel, I mean, at the end of the day, I do feel like you're capable of loving more than one person or being physically, you're 100% capable of being attracted to more than one, physically attracted to more than one person. So if we're married, like I can't expect you to spend the rest of your life with me and only be attracted to me. Yeah. That's wild to to really like sit back and think about. Right. And that's the part that, I kind of was stuck on it's like at first you always want to say yeah like of course like I'm, yeah I'm just my um you're supposed to be for me or, yeah it's supposed to be for me but then I'm just like actually like what happens if you know a few years down the line it's like okay we let's spice things up like mm-hmm. we're kind of bored and then like also you brought up like the whole you know Tiana Taylor's thing yeah last, like spoke about last week okay where they, we spoke about that off off mic though yeah off mic my bad but where they still are 100% married but they have threesome so like they in her words be taking down bitches together mm-hmm. so it's like huh like I think I would be able to do that but I don't think I would be able to have my partner consistently like go out with different people without me like I feel like I just yeah. I would always want to be in the know I'm the opposite I, side of I that can, yeah you well Wait, do you mean like you would always want to know beforehand if your partner is going to be in a physical situation with someone else or would you just always want to be involved? In I that would situation? always want to be involved. Okay. Yeah, like I, I don't if, I'm not here for like the oh, I'm about to be out with homegirl for the night and I'll come back. No, like you got me fucked up. I think that goes back into what we were talking about last week with threesomes. Mhm. And the fact that that's something you would want to share with your partner. I don't that's not something I would want to do with my partner. No? No. Right now, I just can't imagine myself being in an open marriage. Oh, no. Like, no. Or you even couldn't even like imagine yourself like, being in an open, oof. just dating relationship. Yeah. So, <laughs> you are I'm, good I'm me. working on open da- openly dating now just because I'm single and I'm openly dating myself. You got a thought and bop. Yeah. So, like, I just can't imagine, like, being myself in an open relationship right now. Maybe, like again years down the line when mm-hmm. like we need to spice it up i'm we're both having urges and we need to get out that shit whatever cool i also think that's a tiny bit unhealthy like the fact that you want to do it because you have urges that means that in your mind you've been straying it to me to me in my opinion once you come to your partner and it's like so i think we need to spice things up and like the f- not the first thing because i'm pretty sure at that point you probably tried a lot of shit and come like oh you want to try this you want to try yeah, that i just think it's part of like the trying new shit i not think anything consistent but i do think that's that's something a conversation that you should have kind of sort of in the beginning of a relationship you Definitely. could you know like be like hey listen i'm not into you know an open relationship right now but down the line if we stay together long enough we should explore different things together mm-hmm. uh, but like just coming to someone in the middle of your relationship like hey so we're both getting bored right like you know just to oh assume God, <laughs> no, no no i guess let me let me clean that up i don't mean yeah. it like that i don't mean it like that i mean like when i say open relationship just openly like if 
once in a blue moon again the whole thing that was explaining like the marriage and the whole three something if you wanted to you know get a pop in one time and i'm with the shit mm-hmm. sure but again like i would always have to be there yeah like i don't like when i say open i don't mean like you and somebody else like you be like all right don't call me between the hours of fucking nine and twelve because then <laughs> i'm going crazy like <laughs> and like the fuck you mean like i don't uh, like i don't like the, even the idea of my partner whoever i'm with having a private time with anyone else yeah like like yeah. having a, especially something that intimate like i wouldn't need to be mm-hmm. there or else that's a different type of urge that you need that i don't know if i would be able to handle no, I mean that that one hundred percent takes getting used to. Yeah, I've like had to come around to being open enough to say like, "Hey, so um, I'm going on a date." Ooh, that's a weird thing to say to your primary partner. It would kill me to even just think about my partner building something with someone mm-hmm. else. And no matter what you say, it like even a date like that's that's very intimate no it is to know it very person. much is so it's like man like i'm too selfish for it i don't know if i would be able to handle it like if you go on, on a date like can i come like can we both meet <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like you mean like okay this is the person that you're going to be with from time to time like uh, i need to be there too like the fuck? like it's just i can't do it nah yeah we we I'm definitely we're definitely separated on that topic yeah. it's, it's good that we found something we're truly separated on because no you cannot fucking come like, to me on a date what's good like oh you cool like what time are you getting ready like the fuck i wish my partner would tell me like yo i'm going on a date what's time happy hour Bet, at that nigga, spot like, <laughs> so we should get location. there 15 minutes early okay. happy okay. hour nah but see i i prefer that because I am, I'm not a jealous partner. My whole dating loving style, I have to know everything. Mm. Like, I want to know everything. A part of it is just, it doesn't even have anything, any intent behind it. Like, I'm just nosy as fuck. So, like, <laughs> I, I ask a lot of questions just not even knowing that I'm even asking a question. Like, I'm just, I'm into it. Yeah. I just like to know. I'm curious. Yeah, I'm curious. There we go. Mm-hmm. I'm curious cat in the relationship. Yeah. So... I couldn't imagine like my partner coming to me just out of nowhere, just be like, "Yo, I made a connection with another person." See, not but just it's not out of, that's why I said that's a conversation a you have to have ahead of Ooh, time because it, it, it wouldn't be out of nowhere. I know for a fact that we both have that we're in an open situation and we both still have our OK Cupid profiles. So if she came to me, it wouldn't be out of nowhere. I mm. know what's up. Mm. I would be not expecting it as much as I wouldn't be surprised by it. It's like, oh, all right, okay. cool. I know. It's very mature, you guys. Yeah, and but I, I'm a jealous ass person. Oh, I'm not a jealous ass person, but I'm jealous if like I have to be in your physical space about it. Hmm. If we have to like, if you feel like you know we have to, we should not have to. But if we should meet this person together, even if you don't want me to have anything to do with the situation but you just feel like i should know that much about it i don't want to be anywhere near it that's when mm-hmm. i become a jealous person if i physically have to meet another person that's going to be involved with my primary partner i don't want no parts mm-hmm. see that's the part that i would want to know just because hopefully whoever i'm with like i just trust them enough to think that they think like me like if the, if i was in that position and even if my partner came with me to whatever date I was on, mm-hmm. I will still hold 
more respect for my partner than anyone else. Like I would never allow them to be in that space, whether on a date or whether physical and just want them to feel crazy, like, or want them to feel number two or just like, just having them be the third wheel. Like I will always want to make sure that my partner is first in whatever I do. Absolutely. Yeah. That, so I that's think, what comes first though. Like right, that's, right. that's probably my advice for anybody that's thinking about getting into um not getting into but like you know becoming open with their partner your primary partner is primary for a reason right that is always what comes first as soon as you start like going deep with anybody secondary tertiary whatever that's when it becomes too serious that's when you start going into cheating once you start keeping situations from your primary partner little like little details and shit Anyone but uh, looking into getting in an yeah, open relationship. That's that's what you gotta. That's what you have. You have to discuss that though. That's yeah. another thing too. Like before you start to like look at other people or you know start going back on apps or keeping mm-hmm. up with your like because you know you can meet someone, start dating them, and just never log into your profile again. Mm, yeah. But it's still there. You're just not maintaining it. You're not keeping up with it. Like, and then maybe you guys break up. And you're like, oh shit, I forgot I saw that. Okay, Cupid profile. But that's what happened with my last girlfriend. Because again, I think I told the story already. We met on her, and mm-hmm. um, we never went back into the profile since ever since we became like serious. But you never deactivated well, we just either. Never deactivated because it, it was just like we didn't need to. We just uh, deleted the app, and that was mm-hmm. kind of it. Like. It was never a thought. Like, yeah. oh, I need to like go as far as deactivating. It was just like, whatever. Just get rid of it. Mm-hmm. So that was our way of getting rid of it. But then, you know, of course, when we broke up, you know, you download it again and mm-hmm. you start browsing again and just change up the pictures and that's that. Now, I will say that if you are in a monogamous relationship and you, you two aren't going to be on the apps anymore, deactivate your profile. Please. You do not want to be out here... Yeah, I mean, if you have the option to, there's some websites where you can't deactivate, you have to actually delete it. Mm-hmm. But if you can deactivate, deactivate your profile once you get into a monogamous relationship. But luckily, with some apps, it can you can kind of tell like when the last person was on. Yeah, yeah, no, but okay, Cupid, then, you could 100% do yeah, that, but even like then, years, years, like, like all right. if you still have it, that don't mean people won't try it. So, if you are on these sites and you aren't looking for anything, even if you just want to be single into yourself for a little while, deactivate your profile. Do not be out here with active profiles on any website for dating if you are not looking to date. Because that is exactly how people get jaded and turn against these apps and shit and start talking that shit. Like, I've 100% heard people be like... Oh fuck such and fuck okay cute but everybody I message up there or fuck Bumble I never get no message back I never get no connect blah 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 like yeah because you be liking bitches that ain't logged in in seven months right and that especially happens a lot with Bumble you can actually deactivate your profile but they'll still throw you in the search mix for some that's a weird shit some weird well, shit that's with weird because like with bumble like you you guys both have well even bumble tinder all of them like you have to like each other no no i mean like you can still see certain people actually i definitely came across your bumble after you and your ex got back together uh, uh, so a couple months it. yeah yeah so just shit like that like i was like um one of my old co-workers she hit me up too she's like yeah i've seen your profile on her like are you that are you single i was like no it it was weird because like it was that moment of like me and my ex we broke up and then we got back together like a few months later so it was like 
now I got back into the relationship and I was like, oh, well, yeah, kind of. Like, we were still kind of working it out, but it's still there. It was like that weird moment. So, yeah, mm-hmm. I do understand that. But I don't really, I don't know. Don't you don't give a fuck. That. Yeah. Because <laughs> like, it's like, if I'm not you on there. You understand, but you don't care. <laughs> yeah, if I'm not on there, it's like, fuck out of here. Nah, I feel you. Message with me, fuck y'all. Nah, I respect it. If you're in a monogamous relationship, please be monogamous. If you're yes, in, it's possible. in an open relationship, just please keep that communication open with your and partner. And be honest with people yeah. that you intend on seeing. Yes. Do not keep the fact that you have a primary partner from people. Because yeah. that is also a form of cheating. If you had to have an ideal age to get married at, what would you? What would that be for you? Um, I'll give a range. Okay. I'll say twenty nine to thirty five. Okay, so I could just round that up to like I can even that out to about thirty three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a yeah. That's I think I'm, I still might be in my fuck shit phase. Really? Yeah. <laughs> no, I will, hopefully, like I'll be out of it because unfortunately for women we because i kind i'm still on the fence of having kids so like Mm -hmm. hopefully i would have decided if i want to have kids or not and then um you know with women our bodies tick so that's around the age where we really have to decide or or go into the pot you gotta shit or get off the pot yeah or just popping them out so um yeah i feel like that's my ideal age where i'll be like all right i'm ready to start a family like hopefully i'll be have all of my excitement from my 20s out and have traveled enough and have seen enough and hopefully like be deep into my career or solidified my career where I'm content and yeah like I just want to be happy overall and feel mm-hmm. like once I feel like you know I've had enough like I want to share my life with someone sincerely like as with kids then then I'll start all right that's that's pretty that's understandable though because if I had to say it for myself I'd probably say that I would want to be would you want to be married and then have kids absolutely or, okay yeah so and I, it's weird because like even like you would want your first child by 35 at the very latest yes okay I understand that and I would say the same you know speaking of that really quickly it is weird because you know obviously a lot of people they, they have kids without being married just like yeah whatever it's and it's beautiful either way but I don't know like I just I I'm still like really corny and old fashioned in a way. Like <laughs> yeah, I still I mean, want that yeah. dynamic. Everyone has the, like a slice of traditional values left. Right, in them. right. Like I still want that dynamic. I don't want my kid to have. To, I don't <laughs> like the idea of like having a kid and then having that conversation with my partner. Like, okay, whose last name does mm. they take? It's like I want us to already be solid. Like I want our foundation to already be solid. So um, when you are married, would you prefer to take your partner's last name or vice versa? Or the hyphenated. I would probably do hyphenated. Yeah? Yeah. I really like my name. I, yeah, I was going <laughs> to say, I would like the, I, I, I want to say that I'd like the idea of a hyphenated last name, but if I married someone, they have to change their last name to mine. I'm sorry. Yeah. My last name is way too goddamn cool for you not yeah. to have the same last name That's as true. me. That's true. And my, for my child to have that exact, like, we can't, you can't be a smokes hyphenated or hyphenated smokes. You got to just be a smokes. It's right. Right. do or die on this side, nigga. Yeah. And it's weird, like... I, at some point, like, my name is so simple, but I fell in love with my name. Because, like, yeah, the alliteration is yeah, perfect. Yeah, it's beautiful. <laughs> I love it. Like, I I look back and I really thank my mom about that, like, mentally all mm-hmm. the time. It's like, yo, Brie Brooks, or Brianna Brooks, but really, everyone calls me Brie. So, Brie yeah. Brooks, like, it's simple, it's smooth, like, I would, I would hate to give that up. 
Yeah, I don't think I could do the show with someone without a name like as like flowable yeah, as yours. Yeah, like it's right. Our names just Our flow. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I think I think we're pretty much on the same level as far as marriage, marriage and kids goes. It's yeah, we seem to be in the same. Boat. We're not opposed to it, but we just prefer. And we both don't fuck with kids. Yeah, unless it's like family or close, close, close kids. kids. You got to be real close, yeah. like too close. <laughs> Um, what's next is, I know you haven't seen this, and we just talked about it last week, and Tessa Thompson update. Um, I saw Sorry to Bother You the other day, me and Shauna. So, uh, I, me and her got together, I was like, so have you heard anything about it? And she was like, no, I haven't, no, I haven't seen anything online, but I was like, oh, okay, well, you're, I literally said to her face, you're in for a ride. Okay. I have not. I hadn't seen the movie. I hadn't read the yeah. plot on Wikipedia. I I, all I said. knew is that people were like on what one side fuck? of the fence yeah. <laughs> or the other, but they both were on the what the, the fuck, fuck side happened. of it. Yeah. <laughs> so we go to see the movie. Movie's very short, actually. It's only about uh, hour and forty five minutes long. Mm-hmm. Really quick watch. It's. I will say this. It's a r- really funny and smart movie or it's a it's a pretty funny and smart movie not really but it has this element to it that takes it so left field that it throws all the good that had going for it kind of out the window Mm. the whole theater was pretty pretty lively everyone's having fun literally that twist happens the whole theater kind of gets quiet and (laughs) We just ride through the rest of the like twenty minutes of the film. I love joint awkwardness. And as soon as the shit ends, Shauna looks at me and goes, "That was bad." Damn. But I mean, we did talk about it like kind of on the way home, just kind of sort of like because we both felt this like, "What the fuck was that?" By the by the end of it, you're just like, "Yo, what the fuck did I just watch?" Mm-hmm. And so on the way home, we just kind of talked about it, and it was like. We went through the motions of trying to come around to to what the overall film was supposed to be and where they failed at. So I think we both came out of it with the that was interesting mindset. Okay. So I will say if if surreal humor is your thing, definitely go see Sorry to Bother You. If you love just really good black actors or, you know, just full black cast and everything that comes along with that like definitely go see Sorry to Bother You if you are not into like anything sci-fi-ish or just kind of sort of not overtly humorous Mm -hmm. there's like a lot of subtle humor there Mm -hmm. there's some some more in your face stuff but there's definitely a lot of subtle humorous points don't go see it it's not for you but I will say it did need just a smidge more Tessa Thompson I think they they underutilized her a bit and kind of sort of made her just um, the righteous girlfriend. Like, the, the mm. girlfriend that wanted him to do the right thing the whole time. and But they didn't really give any background to her. Yeah, they didn't put too much into her character. You know, you understood what her career was and why she was so committed to the cause. But that's really all you know about her they are technically supposed to be the two main characters and you just don't feel like she's uh, a fully fleshed uh, out character okay that makes sense i'm like uh, was was she like a 
side character, but if she's supposed to be the main, then that is kind of Yeah, weird. she's definitely supposed to be or just like a main character. Or not even just like knowing her day to day, just like getting into like her emotions, like her thoughts or mm-hmm. like that definitely should be a thing. Yeah. She's I mean there is I will say there is a scene specifically for her where you do get to see a little bit of how um just a little bit of her like emotional space and everything but it's still mostly related to the career aspect of the plot and less about her as a person okay so i'll I'll, I'll say i i would recommend it as a cheap nigga tuesday movie for sure as a redbox netflix hulu type movie i'm definitely not giving it the full 11.75 like it's it's definitely not a full price movie unfortunately but if you just want to go and support black actors you know black director just black hollywood Mm -hmm. i would i would go for it it's worth it but other than that oh also um i was just when you you got here i was i was getting a little into uh hive mind Uh, have you heard that in full yet I have. Okay, I was I was saving that part of the conversation. I didn't want to get into that pre-talk. What do you think about it? Because I was fucking with it. Not gonna front. No, I fuck with it. I do fuck with it, but I just don't fuck with it as much as I fuck with Eagle Death. Real? Oh, okay, okay. I yeah. Maybe it still has the grow on me, but like, yeah. I don't know. Like halfway through it, I'm just like, mm. like there isn't any tune that I'm just like, damn, I gotta play this shit back. Like, um. Damn, I wish I wish the the, the Spotify was on right now because yeah. there is I'll, I'll look up the it's one of the very last songs that I heard, and at that point, I mean the album does flow to the point where it does sound a lot alike. Yes, but it's a lot different from how we talked about Scorpion. Yeah, a lot of it sounds alike, but it all sounds unique. Right, it all yeah, has a weird. unique individual sound. It's to weird it. too, cause like that's what I was trying to figure out too. I'm like, I don't know anything is catching me, cause like I was listening to it when I was in the shower, and I was like, I don't. At first, like I didn't see the distinction, so mm-hmm. like I had to run it back and really like you. Listen. You'll get four or five tracks in, but like how many no, tracks yeah, am I yeah, in? I, yeah, like yeah, exactly. So I want to say I forget the name of the song. I want to say it's. Mine would be a next time humble pie as far as the song that stuck out to me immediately. And I've only listened to it one time fully through about an hour before I started listening to an hour before you showed up. Yeah, I do like next time and Bravo. Like those were the ones I was like, oh shit, like you know, I fuck with these. But the rest, like it's just it's it's a bop. It Mm -hmm. it, don't make bad music ever. (laughs) Like so. Yeah, that's one thing. Also, we we have not even said who Hive Mind is by or anything. Hive Mind is the new album from the internet. Back after what has it been? Three years since Ego Death. Yeah, yeah. Ego Death was one hundred percent. They're probably their best album. Yeah, yes, Uh, yeah. Because this is only their fourth. Oh my god, yes. (laughs) Ego Death was. (laughs) That's the thing that is also hard too. Ego Death was so good. Mm -hmm. I don't even think that. Even they understand yeah, how that's amazing true. That, was, that yeah, album that was. Yeah, that was a fantastic Yeah, like, album. that was a beautiful album from beginning to end. The interludes, like, the breakdown. I still listen to, um... It's the very last song mm-hmm. on that album. The very, very last Palace song. Curse? Yes, I listen to it just for a curse. Like, mm-hmm. I skip halfway through it. And it's... It, it always just it puts me in a trance. It's like, wow, like, how did y'all think of this? Yeah. It's... 
and I haven't gotten that feeling yet from I can see that from I can um, see that for sure Hive Mind I have to keep listening to it but it's definitely definitely a much more soulful album where Mm -hmm. Ego Death still had that psychedelic feel of the first two projects that they did so I can definitely I can definitely connect with right. you on that and it's level. Just, it's a lot of just like staples on that album. Like mm-hmm. you have the um Girl Girl, you just have saying the, I tried. Just saying what's the the Partners in Crime? No 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 no. Special affair. Yes, special like, affair. What? Like yeah. you have you have <laughs> that songs that, that song many times. Yes, you have songs that are so hard to top. Yeah. True like shit, that's true why shit, I, I understand and I respect how long they took because just the bass alone from Special Affair. Like, that's amazing. <laughs> like, amazing. Yeah. I still have that That's irritation. a fantastic bass line, yes. for sure. Yeah, so it's, I understand. Yes. Yeah. Ugh, I gotta listen to that on their way. <laughs> I'm gonna fade this episode yeah. out to that, Actually, that, <laughs> to that bass line. That would be perfect. But yeah, uh, shout out to the internet. Like, it was a for beautiful sure. album. I still have to get into it because right now Eagle Death is still number one to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Three years later still gets very many spins. It's a good follow-up. It's just not an amazing follow-up. It'll probably take some time to truly grow. I think it'll it'll come alive in the fall, wintertime because it's so soulful. Yeah. Like once you get to sit back and like, yeah, to just appreciate the weather and and sit with it, it's it's definitely, it'll definitely become a more important album. But for now... It's a really good album. It sounds fantastic. Yeah, I mean, that, all of them, the Matt, Sid. Steve, Sid, everyone else, they, they're fucking Chris, amazing. Matt. It's, yeah, it's, it's, a, they're, uh, the internet is a band you should never be asleep on, ever. Never, Every ever, single time they drop a record, an album, a fucking remix, go and run and search and download and save that shit yeah. personally you will to never your be this, project. This we talking shit right now, but you will never be disappointed. No, you won't. That's no. That's that goes back so many years. It's it's crazy. And it's, it's crazy. Like you'll never be disappointed in them, or, like as a group, or even just individually. Like, mm-hmm. I've listened to, um, Sid shit is amazing individually. Yeah. Like, uh, Matt shit is dope. Uh, Jet Age. Yeah, Jet Age fire. used to be. Yeah, I, I used to yeah, love Jet like, Age. Even shit. their their latest shit that came out, I think last year. Like, oh, they still be releasing good. shit. Yeah, they came out with something. Wow, last I wasn't year. to Jet Age. Yeah, the last year, the year before it, they still have amazing shit. Dope. Steve shit was crazy. Like, even though it was like a he's problematic EP. though. Yeah, he's mad. <laughs> but he looked really good on the runway a couple weeks ago. Yeah, he's he's very problematic. Yeah, but. But he's yeah. a fantastic guitarist and right. an awesome musician. I haven't dug too deep into uh, Pat and Chris's shit. I know they they did a lot of uh, individual shit too. I haven't. I have to run back a list too. I only heard a few songs, but the songs that I did hear were were good. Like mm-hmm. everyone is talented in their own way. Word. Yeah. Wow. This has been a good. This was a good. Uh, yeah. A good quick episode. I mean, even though it wasn't that quick, it was not quick. We I thought it was still be quick, but it was not am quick. over time like a motherfucker. Yeah. It was going to be a long editing process. But for no, me. I know you got to get out of here. So <laughs> let's go. I do. I while do. You can still enjoy the ship before it's raining. Yeah. Oh my god. You have to actually hell. go out the house and it's shitty weather right now, Damn. and I have to drive like an hour back home. So well, safe travels. I will yes. be out here in these streets, thotting and bopping. Yes. Y'all have a good Friday. Have a good week. Weekend. Have a good weekend. Yeah. Trace smoke. It's free breaths. Woo.